This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innalhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله وفي الإسلام أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون يقول الله عز وجل إنما المؤمنون إخوة فأصلحوا بين أخويكم واتقوا الله لعلكم ترحمون My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for gathering us here today in this blessed day, Yawmul Jumu'ah. I want to focus today on something that I am sure many of us here already know. But it is important, and this is the point of the khutbah, to remind ourselves of that fact. And perhaps reflect over it and see where we can do better. What I'm referring to, my brothers, is the fact that we are brothers. That... We are related to one another through our faith. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has emphasized that in the Quran. I am speaking about al-ukhuwah fil-Islam. Brotherhood in Islam. Sisterhood in Islam. Being connected because of la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. This is the bond that we have between us. It is not a bond of blood. It is not a bond that came as a result of living next door to each other. It is a bond that is based upon Tawheed. It is the, a bond based upon the very thing that justifies our existence. La ilaha illallah. And that bond comes with rights and responsibilities. But before that, we have to understand what that means. What does it mean for us to be brothers and sisters in Islam? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he speaks about it, he treats it like it is the greatest ni'mah Allah has bestowed upon us. The brotherhood that we have. For us, And you became brothers because of Allah's ni'mah and blessing and bounty. It is that which our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emphasized on as he came to Medina. When we list the things Rasulullah sallallahu emphasized on when he was building the first community in Medina, it was building the masjid, the community hub, 
and then a place of worship of course Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then muhajirin wal ansar he made the muhajirin and ansar brothers real brothers to the point where they were living together eating with each other and even inheriting from each other this is a concept that the sahab understood that the person that says la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah is my brother what is for him is for me and what is upon me is upon him we are in this dunya together and the question i want to ask to myself and all of us is is that really the case today do we exemplify that which the prophet taught the companions and that which allah spoke about in the quran do you truly consider your muslim brothers lip service is one thing yes akhi subhanallah we call each other akhi all the time it has become a thing you know when salamu alaykum akhi how are you doing akhi how are you brother i'm going to meet the brothers we say it but do we really understand what that means when your blood brother the one whom your mother and father give birth to or one of them calls you for help you will respond unless you're a bad brother most of us will respond do we feel the same way about the rest of the muslims you want your your family to prosper do you feel the same way about your fellow Muslims? And what's beautiful, Ikhwani Fillah, and you will see this in the Quran and the Sunnah, is that the brotherhood of Islam is not bound by time. When Allah tells us how should we feel about the Muslims that came before us, we say, Rabbana qfir lana, O Allah, forgive us, wali ikhwanina alladheena sabaquna bil iman, and our brothers that had iman before us. You see Abu Bakr and Umar as your brothers. You see the scholars in the past, the righteous brothers and sisters in the past, as your brothers and sisters. You make dua for them. You think about them. You read about them. You hear about them. And the same should go for the ones that are living in your time, and perhaps even more. This ikhwani filah, we have to understand it. It comes with a responsibility. The Prophet said in the hadith, Al-Muslimu, Akhul Muslim. The Muslim is the brother of the other Muslim. La yadlimu. Here is the first thing you have to do. He doesn't oppress. Do not oppress your brothers. The Prophet said, nor does he allow others to oppress. You would not allow that. So now, let's examine how we feel when we hear about our brothers and sisters being oppressed all over the world. Has the concern died or is it still present? How do you feel? Assess. And perhaps you need to reignite what you feel for your brothers. Because it starts there. It starts with a concern that then results in aid and support. At the very least, you'll make dua. You'll remember them in your dua. You won't become a selfish person that makes dua. Only thinking about your prosperity and your families. That's even if you think about your family. But rather, you're making dua for everyone. Something the Prophet encouraged a lot. Make dua for the mu'mineen. Look at Prophet Nuh alayhi salam. Making dua for himself, his parents, walil mu'mineen, and for the believers. Look at Ibrahim alayhi salam. When he... When Allah gave him the great status of being an imam, Allah said to Prophet Ibrahim, Inni I will make you to the people a leader, someone that is followed. And is he not followed? He is seen as the greatest prophet or one of the greatest prophets, not just by Muslims, even by uh, Jews and Christians. 
His name is mentioned in the Tahiyat. The only prophet after Rasulullah that we mention is Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him a beautiful legacy and Allah promised him, I will make you an imam. What is his response? How about my offspring and my progeny and the people that come after me? He didn't only mean those who he gave birth to, Ismail and Ishaq, and Allah responded to his dua and made them prophets. But for generations to come. And this is why he made dua for Mecca before Mecca even existed. He asked Allah to send these people a prophet before they were even born. He was making dua for them. That concept, that brotherhood concept that you feel for everyone, those are in the past, those will come in the future. This has an actual manifestation in this world. When we plan for the future, let's build centers that will last a, a generations and the Muslims that will be born here in future generations will benefit from them. Well, why do we care about them? Because they are our brothers. Let's make dua. Let's read the books of the people in the past. Let's continue their reward. Why? Because they are our brothers. This is a concept that we have to hammer home. And from that comes uh, changes in our behavior, Changes in our actions, changes in our speech and our tone. The moment you truly see, this is something we say, Alhamdulillah, here in this masjid, we have a lot of reverts that walk through our doors that want to take the shahada. There's something I say to them a lot. The moment I take the shahada, I like to say to them, welcome to the biggest family on earth. But to be honest, I wish that was really the case. That we, and inshallah it will be, and we will work towards that. That we really are a family. That we really are like this, right, together. And that means everyone that says La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah Regardless of whatever their race and their ethnicity is Which is why We need to welcome When people approach you for marriage That are not from your immediate family or culture This is a good thing Because they're coming to you because you're a Muslim And they are a Muslim It is the bond of Tawheed that is stronger than anything else When we They request aid from us In different countries there should be no disparity in the charity that is sent to countries. If you're from Africa, then you need to be able to aid your brothers and sisters in Pakistan and not be thinking, well, I have my own hometown to worry about. That's not how Islam works. Look at us here from different homes and different backgrounds, side by side. We are being trained in our salah. We stand together. It doesn't matter where you are from. Anta akhi wa ana akhuk. You are my brother, and I am your brother. Look at what happened to Mus'ab ibn Umair, a beautiful companion. When his brother, Abu Aziz, when his brother rejected Islam, rejected faith, faith and fought against the Prophet, that moment he ceased to be his brother. And he participated in the battle of Badr against the Muslims. And Mus'ab was fighting for the Muslims. And then his brother was captured. His brother was captured. Who was trying to kill his blood brother was captured. That wasn't a believer. Who was trying to kill and murder and maim the Muslims. And when he was being dragged as a prisoner, he said, when he saw that, he said, he appealed. He said, Mus'ab, are you going to let them treat me like this? And he said, tighten the chains on him. And his mother, his mom, is rich, so demand a high ransom. And then he said, Am I not your brother? He said, the one carrying you in chains is my brother. This is Islam. 
stronger than thicker than blood. Thicker than anything else. Thicker than color, ethnicity, all of it. So Ikhwani Fillah, it is extremely important that we appreciate this and we apply these ayat. Among the benefits that we gain from truly acting as brothers to each other, like Allah says in the Quran, The believers are but brothers to each other. So rectify and reconcile between your brothers. And fear Allah. Have taqwa. What do we gain from this? We gain from this mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ So next time there is an appeal for a cause, remember it is your brothers that are hungry and thirsty and in trouble and come to their aid. The next time you are making dua, remember it is your brothers that need your dua, where they are the ones who have died before us and the ones who are coming. The next time you are discussing how to further our community, remember that we are setting now the foundations for how future generations will live. They are your brothers that are going to come. And this concept, Ikhwanifil, is extremely important. And if we understand this, then we truly become united. And when we stand united, we will never fall. Like Allah and His Messenger promised us, أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر لي ولكم وللسائر المسلمين كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين على أمور الدنيا والدين والعاقبة المتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين. Brothers and sisters, if you can move forward and try and make space for some of the people that are standing, um, I know that there is a lot of people here. And I'll try and conclude quickly, inshallah ta'ala. Um, I want to make a few more points to really help us understand how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger has emphasized the brotherhood in Islam. And perhaps some lessons that we can take from this. Um, number one, what are some of the things that can compromise our brotherhood? Transgressing upon each other. And to mitigate that, our, our Prophet said to us, do not oppress each other and do not let others oppress as well. In fact, the Prophet one time said, Aid your brother, whether he is the oppressed or the oppressor. And the Sahaba said, well, we understand the oppressed, how we can aid him. But if he's the one oppressing, he's the one that is making the trouble and the problems, how do we aid him? The Prophet ﷺ said, by stopping him. That is aiding him. That is being his brother. You are stopping him from sin. So sometimes admonishing, advising, and even stopping someone from doing something that is against Allah and his messenger and hurting others is being a good person, is being a good brother to them. But what if transgression happens? should we do? When Allah speaks about the concept of retaliation in the Quran, and brothers and sisters, pay attention to this. Allah spoke about when one kills another, and then of course there must be a recompense. The, per- the killer will either be killed for his crime, or he will be paying blood money, or, or we know the ahkam and the rulings. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was speaking about the murderer, the killer, the criminal, Allah said, speaking to the relative of the one that was killed. Let's say your brother got killed. Let's say your sister got killed or someone. Now you, the relative who's demanding justice. Allah said, فَمَنْ عُفِيَ لَهُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ شَيْءٌ And whoever forgives from his brother or something, absolves his brother. You know the brother who, who the brother is? is the person that was the killer. Allah is calling him a brother, reminding you even when it's, when the worst crime is committed, it does not absolve this brotherhood. He is still your brother. He transgressed, which is why that's beautiful and lasting statement of our, uh, the Sahabi Sayyidina Ali, he said, about the ones who fought against him in Ma'arakatul Jamal. He said, 
هم إخواننا بغوا علينا. These people they fought against him. He said they are our brothers that transgressed against us. Why is that concept being reminded even in these dire and dangerous and and situations when people are actually transgressing? It is to remember that how you treat them and what you do, and no matter what they do, as long as they are people upon La ilaha illallah, there are rights that they will enjoy. La ilaha that bond is thicker and stronger than any transgression they can do upon you. Now that doesn't mean that we don't stand against just. Uh, injustice, or that we don't uphold justice, or that criminals are not treated as criminals, but as long as they are upon la ilaha illallah, they are our brothers. I want to finish with this one point, and that is um, sometimes the way we treat those that disagree with us in matters of creed and practice, as if they are not our brothers. We are now in Rabi'ul Awal. And this month is famous for the celebrating of the birth of the Prophet ﷺ. Now, we have many times from this minbar mentioned what should be done on this day and what shouldn't be done. And that there is no such thing as a practice of a, of a Eid al-Milad. Many times. And we, alhamdulillah, we know that we do not do things that were not done by our righteous predecessors. We know this. But often I come and young men come to me, my family celebrate the Mawlid. What shall I do? Shall I cut them off is the first thing they say. La hawla wa la illa billah. The brothers and sisters that perhaps are less educated on a matter of this deen are still your brothers and sisters. Those that pray at other masajid are still your brothers and sisters. Those that may have wrong beliefs and perhaps that is cultural or they have not been educated enough are still your brothers and sisters. Treat them as such. Give them salam. Smile when you see them. And try and advise them and educate them in the best way possible. And even when they don't listen to you, do they cease to be your brothers? They don't. Wallahi, they don't. If the man who killed your relative, Allah called him your brother, then the one who perhaps needs to be educated on a matter of our religion, the one who was perhaps raised in a family where there are certain practices that may be wrong, then the way we treat them should be the best way possible. They are our brothers and sisters and they are part of this family. That when we say to someone that accepts La ilaha illallah and enters Islam, welcome to the biggest family in the world. They are part of that family and we are on the same boat. And when we start thinking like that, we change the way we speak, how we speak, and we make steps closer towards the brotherhood that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us to have. Sallu ala nabiyyum ka amarakum allahu ta'ala haythu qa'al in allahu malaikatu yisalluna ala nabiyyum. Ya ayuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallim tuslim allahu salli ala muhammadin wa ala ala muhammad kama sallaita ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim inna ka hamidun majid wa radiyallahum an khulafai al-arba'a bi bakrin wa umar wa uthmana wa ali wa an sa'iri s-sahabati wa tabi'ina wa an tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmidin allahum ala tafarriq jam'ana hadha illa bidhanbin maghfur wa sa'ihin mashkur wa amalin mutaqabbal mabrur اللهم حبيب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا وآخرة وخير عملنا خواتمة وخير أيامنا يوم القاك فيه وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org